Welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 289. My name is Brando. Another episode you can watch on Zoom. Another uh, I guess in the series, I, I haven't named the series, just the fan tour review series. I got to come up with something a little bit more clever than that. But uh, today to review Montana, uh, the Montana show that just happened. What day was that, Alex? Who's joining us? Right uh, now? Friday. So that was the 13th. Oh, yeah. Friday the 13th. Friday. So um, I'm glad yes. you, you survived that. And uh, as we were recording this today, I try to keep things in real time, even though it's a a podcast and i don't have to but we're recording this tuesday the 17th so they already played denver uh, i already have some cool things in store for for denver uh some fans volunteering and and maybe the band that opened up in denver uh they agreed to come on but as axel always says nothing is confirmed but his lo- love of taco bell uh, the velveteers should be on the podcast coming up but today uh we got my we got uh montana minus mammoth that's what I'm going to call the, the episode. So Alex, uh, I can tell you're outside of a, a building right now. Are you like hiding from the police while you're, you're doing this? Or from what, what's going on with you? This is my work. I just came out uh, kind of in, in, cause inside work, there's people in there and Oh, what's going on. And then they kind of bug you. So I just came out here on the steps. So it's, you know, you could do an interview in there that, that you know, they keep messing with you or. Sure. Oh, I get it. I, I'm still in my apartment in, in Queens. I occasionally go in to produce the uh, Q1043 morning show, which I'm doing tomorrow. So I have a 3 a.m. wake up call tomorrow. Uh, but I mean, I'll have cats that bother me. I'll have my, you know, my fiance will run in uh, at times. It, it's all good. But I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your, maybe your, I don't know if it's before your work day or during your work day, but regardless. Before. before. See, look at that. That's, Wow. To get me to do something before work. So I appreciate, you know, you taking time to talk to GNR. Uh, so you're from the West Coast, though. You're from California and you went to the Montana yeah. show? Yeah. Where in so California? Uh, I'm in Menifee, which is about kind of right in between San Diego and Los Angeles. It's kind of right in the middle. Oh, OK. So how long of a flight? Uh, is this something you normally do? I guess you, you normally travel to go to shows. Sometimes uh, for Guns N' Roses, I will go to different cities, which it's kind of cooler to, to go because like if you go to your they're playing here this week, I may go if I could get a ticket. But the local shows, you always you, oh, there's that guy. I don't like him. There's her. She's an idiot. So when you go to other shows, you see other cities you've never been to. You could visit places. So it's kind of kind of cooler, I think, to go to a because I would probably never go to Mizzalu. Mizzalu. I don't know how to say it. Sure. How many of you are? I barely pronounce my own name properly. So, but yeah. I, I, it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's fun to say that because I don't know. I, it's not like there was a lot of people I knew when I went to MetLife, no one I really hated or anything like that. But it's <laughs> like, Although I'm, I'm looking around. I don't know if you're like this. Maybe this is just the way I was 
brought up, but sometimes you just look at somebody and you're like, I don't like them. I don't like them. But there was, yeah. a, lot of, there was a lot of dude bro uh, Guns N' Roses fans around. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, all right, just be happy. You know, I told this, I think, last uh, episode. There were just four dude bros hugging and swaying during patience. It was, it was a very right. romantic moment between the dude bros. Uh, but it was very, it was fun to go to Hershey Park because obviously nobody I knew was going to be there. Yeah. Um, and now uh, I wish I could credit the listener. I, I can't remember who suggested it, but maybe I'll go to Baltimore. That's on a Sunday. So maybe I'll do that. But yeah. you're absolutely right. So uh, like, how long of a flight is it? I guess when, like, when did you decide to make the, the, the decision? I'm going to go to Montana and just take it th- us through the, the trip there. Yeah, I think it was almost, it seems like it's been almost close to two years since I bought the tickets, a year and a half, something like that. And then they got postponed. Oh. We got pushed back and they, they offered, there was a thing where you could get a refund, but the, the two Guns N' Roses, other concerts, I got a refund on, but the Guns N' Roses ones got, no, I want to, I want to keep going to that. So I just kept the tickets and just waited for the rescheduled date. Even though that it was far away, it wasn't like it was around the corner for you. You're like, oh, oh, whatever, wherever it lies, it happens to fall on. It happened to fall on a Friday, but you didn't care. You were holding on to those tickets. Yeah, it was like a tri- it was a trip. So it's it's kind of a, like a little mini trip. Mm. So it's good to get away from work. You know, you get burnt out on work. You want to go see a concert, go to a place you've never been to before. And did you since you wanted to get away from people, you you know, <laughs> yeah, you get burnt. You get burnt out on the work. You you want to get away. You want to get away from them. Sure. And uh, so, did you go with anybody though? No, but on the on the flight, I always see people that, that travel to each show. Uh, like my friend Margot, we actually were on the same flight to there and back. Oh, that's right. And and uh, you actually reminded me. I should uh, I should thank her. Actually, she. Yes. Uh, I don't like to spam other fan sites with with my fan site. It's just I'm not like that. But she, I asked her since she goes to all these shows. Do you know anybody who might want to do the like a Montana review on the podcast? And she, she yeah. just uh, she was going to do some recon for me, but she's like, you know what? Just post it on the GNFNR fan spot on Facebook, which is you know a fun page and a lot you know great fans there. And I did, and that's when you replied. You're like, I would love to do the Montana one. So, yes. you know, thanks yes. to Margot for playing matchmaker. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> no, that, that's very cool. So, uh, you went there and. I guess had described Montana Montana because the closest thing this New Yorker, you know, I'm I'm in Queens right now. You may hear ambulances going by. It was a culture shock to go to Utah, you know, recently just a few weeks ago. Is Montana like just a lot of nothing? Like what does it look like? It's strange when you fly in, because when you fly into LAX, you just see millions and millions of houses and apartments below. You see stadiums. You see like skyscrapers everywhere. When you go into Montana, there's like, you don't see a lot. So it's very small. Um, I think I've read it's only, I was asking the lady at my hotel, it's only about 70,000 people there. And they're playing a stadium, a smaller stadium. I think it was probably somewhere in the 20,000s of people they were going. So I think they're pulling people from other parts of Montana too are coming in for the show. That's that's interesting. So, like, where was it located? Because I found it interesting. You know, I find it interesting when you go to a remote place like that, and or whatever city I go to, the layout of like where the stadiums are. You know, yes. New York, Long Island, they can be spread out. Uh, when I went to Phoenix, they were kind of you know you see where the Suns play, 
you know, you see uh, with the Diamondbacks play, they're kind of close together. Same thing in, in the in Colorado. They, I think it was pretty close where the the Rockies play and where the Broncos play. But I don't I don't know any Montana or they like the Montana Maxes. I don't I don't know what you know. If, are there professional sports teams there? So I'm wondering like that was just the biggest arena that they have. I think that's the biggest one. It's where the college is. Uh, uh, the Grizzly Grizzly. I think it's the Grizzlies. I think you're right. That's their stadium. Uh, so that's the big uh, thing in town is a college team. Yeah, when you go to those college towns, those are like, those are real fun. Like, they're all tight-knit. Everyone knows each other. So I got to imagine that had to have been a big event for that. You know, all people going from, coming from all places in Montana to meet a Guns, you know, a Guns N' Roses show. I can't Yeah, imagine. they, they, they um, like, wherever you'd go, people are like, oh, are you going to the concert? And they're like, they, a lot of them were going. Some of them weren't. Um, some people were from one guy we met on the plane. He was going into fishing and he saw the concert was going on. So then he went to the concert, too. OK, so nice. pretty cool. And the the atmosphere was good. People were excited. They weren't, you know, because um, that, that's been the difference this time around. You know, as a, like when I went to those earlier shows with uh, like pre-reunion, like 02 or 06, when they going to come on. Um, yeah, you know, that stuff. So I guess, you know what, that leads to the biggest, which is already out. It's already news already uh, that Mammoth, there was somebody who came down with COVID with on his personnel team. Uh, the, yeah. band, the band was tested. No, it all came back negative. Uh, since then, it, it, it he rescheduled uh, Wolfgang and Mammoth, their their homecoming date, I believe, at the Whiskey. Uh, I believe there, there was some yeah. show. Yes, they're just postponing it. They're not uh, canceling it, but they had to cancel Montana. So when did you find that out and how did you find that out? It was it was kind of strange because we were we, we want to be by the, the stage. So I had an early entry VIP thing, but I'm still I was the first one there at the um, at the stadium. I think I probably got there around noon, um, which is not bad because before they, they started the early entry at the beginning of the not in this lifetime. They didn't have an early entry VIP. So, I mean, I'd get there at 9, 9 a.m. sometime, and there'd be people already ahead of me. <laughs> wow. So you you could get there like this. Yeah, there's some fanatics getting there super early. Um, so I got there around noon, I think, and I was the first one at the stadium, I believe. Um, and then we're waiting all day. By the time we finally got in, you start lining up against the barricade, and a fan behind me told me that they weren't playing. I'm like, what? And she, she had a screenshot. She took a picture, and it was just a little piece of paper. It said, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances or something like that, Mammoth will not play tonight. And I was like, wow, that's kind of a bummer, but what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? But that is a bummer. I I had been saying since they announced the Mammoth was going to be the opener, I thought it was a home run. I, like you, yeah. held on to my tickets I, for I did from New Jersey. And I was excited two years ago when the Smashing Pumpkins were going to open. So I was bummed that they didn't work out, but I was excited to see Wolfgang. So uh, I, I made sure to get there almost on time for, uh, for to see them at, at, at Hershey Park and at MetLife. Traffic just gets in the way no matter how. I, I just couldn't be like that fan like Alex. I just couldn't get there at noon. Or yeah. like I, have, I, and I have the early entry, but I still get there early. <laughs> I still want to be the first one there. Uh, yeah, right because you yeah. you because uh, you sent me some of your pictures because you also went to Fenway you like to be up front like against yeah them. so 
so I was at that one and, and um he did play at that. Mammoth did play at that and they, they put on a good show and, and um if you get their album it's it's excellent. It's one of the better albums I've I've heard this year. So there's been a lot of Guns N' Roses openers and sometimes you go and you're ah that they're not that good or this band's kind of boring. They're actually one of the better ones. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad you got to see them. You know, so, yes. uh that's a bummer though for the fans who just went to Montana, but it is what it is. Uh but I said this it's I, you know, I, I tweeted this on in my new Twitter before I ever get to it. Uh, I want to keep saying it at the AFD podcast. It's at, uh, I almost called you Axel. <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex I, don't, I know you sent me pictures. I don't know if you, you shot any video because uh, my, my Twitter was shot uh, shut down for sharing my own videos. Um, yeah, yeah, I um, the same thing happened to me. I got uh, I don't know what happened. I posted really cool videos, I think, from Dodger Stadium on YouTube. And um, I, for whatever reason, it got re- the last go around. I got reported, and I got like a, a copyright infringement thing. Yeah. So I just I don't shoot videos of them. If I do, I'm just I'm not gonna post it. I just keep it for myself. I learned my lesson. Oh, and by the way, I had to check the email. I left my email open. Uh, okay, this is not important because I'm looking for a, a potentially podcast news. So I'm purposely leaving my email. <laughs> So <laughs> uh, I'm going to be, ex- I'm going to be like Pavlog's dog. I'm going to be excited every time my email goes off. Um, okay. Uh, so I want to know, so when, where did you, I always ask this when you, when you, you got there early, but what, what was the merchandise situation for you? Because that's been a big thing on this tour. Yeah. It's, it's um, it, every show, it seems like it's kind of, it's kind of a headache. The, the one thing now it's almost part of the, the, uh, your ritual you go to the show you want to get a couple shirts or a shirt you want to get a lithograph and for this one it was kind of strange because the merch truck was parked inside the venue then they had a gate with like the metal detectors so we you got the vip thing you're going in on the other side so like oh we're not gonna be able to buy anything but we we um somehow the security guard left and they opened it we ran over there and got got our stuff and then we got out put in the car so it was kind of nice to be able to ditch it in the car that's good because that's that's always been the issue with it's why i didn't get a lithograph when i went to uh the uh what is it the the the, the, the austin city limits uh festival uh it, yeah i didn't want to walk especially a festival i didn't want to walk around with a lithograph and you know i'm not i don't want to buy it after the fact they, they jack up the price like it's just, it's crazy um, oh yeah and, yeah. It's like ridiculous. And they're like five, six hundred dollars there. You're like, what? Which is why, you know, I'm grateful to have the ones that I got. Uh, yeah. even the one which is behind my um, right now, my pinball. Uh, I don't even know what you call it. Pinball printout thing. I, I have the Hawaii one that I got from Arian Bueller, the artist. But I bought it from him at a, at a lesser price because we're cool. But I still paid money, which I probably would have paid even more money if I bought it online than just straight from the I- art. I have that one. That's a cool, that is a cool lit though. It's got the hula girl. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. is a really cool one. So I, I, rather than me spend money on a lithograph, I just decided not to buy it. Cause I didn't want to carry it around. And it wasn't yeah. I mean, the Texas one was okay. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to spend money, let it have some meaning behind it and having getting it from Arian Bueller who, uh, before I forget, cause I'm going to go back to the Twitter thing, which I completely spaced on. Uh, Aaron did say Arian at some point, he's going to come back on the podcast uh, because he's been doing some of these uh, newer lithos, including the, the Fargo one. And I'm hoping 
uh, I asked him, like, do you have like a studio where you have your, you know, your, your artwork set up? That would be a fun Zoom thing to do. And he's down to do it. Uh, so that's the one to look forward to because he's his work is incredible. Uh, and yeah, so the Twitter thing about you. I'm glad you saw Mammoth uh, for the, the uh, fans, the local fans of Montana who didn't. Uh, I tweeted this on the new Twitter at the AFD podcast. Uh, Mammoth and Wolfgang is going to be around for a long time. They're going to be around for years. You'll get another opportunity. It sucks that you didn't get to see them this time, this time around, but I agree with taking precaution, and uh, there's no reason for the risk because he's he's so young, and um, you know the band's so new. They'll come back around, so uh, don't worry. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that as I lost my thought earlier, and I, and I found it along the line. I think I got thrown off by I'm like, did I, I, I didn't want to slip up. I'm like, I bet I'm going to call him Axel. I know that's going to happen. <laughs> I just kept reading that as your name for some reason. <laughs> uh, so when you're there, and I guess now you're waiting even longer for Guns N' Roses because there's no up opening act. Yeah. Guess, what, what's that atmosphere like? Are people getting impatient? It is what it is. You know, are you moving around? What's, what's going on? It, it was just kind of boring. You're just sitting there talking to other fans, but it was boring. And it was hot. It was very hot. It was from somewhere between 90 to 95 all day. Oof. So I had I had a baseball cap on and I had SPF 100. I don't want to get scorched, but it was it kind of wears you down. There was a lot of people getting heat exhaustion during the show. And and uh, a couple fans got pulled over the barricade because I guess they collapsed. Ooh, yeah, it's not good. That's not I mean, yeah. I hope they're uh, they're OK now. I would like to think that would have made some news if God forbid something happened. But, but yeah, those are outside concerts, you um. Yes, it's it's an interesting combination of staying hydrated, but you also don't want to drink a lot because that's going to make you pee and you have to go to the bathroom and lose your spot, right? Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah. So usually, well, like a lot of people that are in the front, we're kind of trained to do this, so you almost dehydrate yourself at a certain time, like around noon, one o'clock. I just stopped drinking. Mm. I don't eat anything. I eat a big, kind of a pretty good sized breakfast, and I don't eat all day. I don't want to have to use and then the, and then at the concert it's the 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 porta potty. So if you're midday and you got to use that after it's been there after a few hours, not a good situation. It, <laughs> no, you're almost going to throw up just walking in there. I agree with you. Yeah, so uh, those are bad. Those are bad. <laughs> my girlfriend likes to drink and she's always going. To, she doesn't care. She's always going to the bathroom and uh, she'll be like, "You normally will go to the bathroom all the time when we're out. Like, how come we don't go with, like ever at a concert?" Because I know, I know the rules. Like I, I'll eat just like you. I'll eat that morning. I'll, I'll, I'll hydrate myself a little bit. Maybe I'll have a, a water bottle, take some sips. But yeah, I, I, I don't want my bladder to do any work during the concert. I don't want to go anywhere if I'm uh, if I'm parked. You know, so we're I'm almost at. we're almost like trained like an animal. You're potty trained. <laughs> like the dog doesn't use a bathroom in the house. He's got to. I know, right? Isn't it's so weird? Because I'm I normally I have the bladder of like an eighty year old man, and then but during a concert, I'm like I'm a camel. <laughs> it's like what's what's the deal? Well, what here's the thing. Here's the thing on the on this tour, they took out the catwalk because it, uh, the the other tours I would be kind of almost by the end of it. So there's three or four people, so it's pretty easy to to come in and out of. But now, it's a straight stage, so there's so many people behind you. It's mm. like if you if you go right before Guns N' Roses, it's going to be hard to get back to your spot. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, and I have noticed they don't have the catwalk now, and that's something I'd never thought about before. When you're, 
you know, in, in GA and, and just that, the, how the stage is built and, and protruding, it helps you go in and out. So that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly interesting because I always get my, my handicap seats. Although back in the day, I used to, you know, before I, I, I said, and I got older, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to go up front anymore. I would hold on to the railing for dear life. I did yeah. that. I did that for Velvet Revolver. I believe I said this the other day. And I, back then, I was still a rookie when it came to concerts. And I had to go, and I just found an empty beer cup. <laughs> I put it on the ground, so hopefully no one mistook it for anything and didn't put it on, up on a speaker. So nobody had, like, an American Pie moment or something like that. That's kind of gross. Someone probably kicked it over and it landed on their shoes. Probably, probably. probably they got uh, home, and they're probably like, what the hell? <laughs> there are some people who want to do the the dependence stuff, which I think I don't want to go that route. Oh no, I don't want to pee my. That'd be gross. <laughs> I know, but at, at that I, point, you just got to give up your rail spot. You're like, no, nah, it's too much. I always think about that at festivals when they're all day, and you oh, want to yeah. get a prompt for the headliner. Like, what do you do to not do do? Sorry, I, I just came out. I just went to one um, one festival. I mean, I've been to a lot of festivals, but with Guns and Roses, just the one. But I, I don't like it's not the same experience because it I mean, you're going to be there all day. There's people crowd surfing over you and they're heavy. You're powerlifting people all day. I, so I, I like the regular just the GNR shows instead of the festival. Yeah, it was interesting. It was uh, Austin, Austin City Limits was my first experience to see the Matter Festival. And it's just I just come looking around. I'm like, I do you guys know what you're in for with this Guns N' Roses show? Those are here to see Billie Eilish and, and Lizzo. And, you know, I'm just yeah. uh, I was, it was a lot of watching that. Who's going to be won over? Uh, but I'm glad, I guess, they didn't debut Absurd uh, at a festival where people would just been like, this isn't Guns N' Roses. What is this? So yeah. let me start asking about that and the set list for you. As somebody who's been to how many concerts have you been to? Uh, that was 22 of just GNR. And wow. then I've been to like, uh, like the like the slash shows, and then Duff shows and stuff like that too. So, but just GNR, just twenty two by themselves. Just twenty two. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's not a lot. Some of the people are like my friend Margaret. She's almost close to a hundred. Some people are over hundred shows, so they they're going to like almost every show. Wow. I mean, if if you have the means to do so, yeah. All, by all means. Wow. I'm really corny today. Uh, but this was my first experience going to two shows, hopefully three, maybe four on this track. So yes. if you got the means, it's a lot of fun. So that's, it that's is, great. it is. But reg regardless, 22 is still impressive. So you're, you obviously know about the, the, the set list and kind of what yeah. you expect and have your favorites. So if you can kind of just take us through some of the, the highlights for you and some things you remember, if, if there are any lowlights for you, uh, just your, your experience at, at GNR in Montana. The, the, the thing about it, they did, um, I, I thought they went, went on kind of late because it, it seemed like around 8.50. Um, and I, the guy, the security guard was telling us they had a curfew of 11. So I'm like, oh, they're going to cut songs out. It's going to be a shorter. From what I heard from another fan, I think there was only one entrance. So they were having trouble with the ticket scanner. So it was very hard to get people inside the venue. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I actually, I forgot I had that problem. If anyone is going, maybe I'm just an idiot. So I got, I'm looking at my phone. I, I put the tickets on the wallet on my iPhone. By the way, I have, I know I have an iPhone 6S. I know I need to upgrade. 
I know that's why my photos are shitty quality and my, my shitty videos that were taken down, whatever <laughs> I will, I will eventually upgrade. So I put them like, you know, on here. And these are obviously old tickets. It doesn't matter. You know, wheelchair accessible and everything. This doesn't count. So I had to go. Thankfully, uh, this was at MetLife. They had good Wi-Fi. I had to go into my Ticketmaster account and get the tickets through that way. You need the barcode. So I don't know if it was a similar situation, but I just want to let other people know that because I saw others make my mistake. And thankfully, it was a nice um, usher. Uh, she was just like, you know, take your time, be patient, you know, just just find it, you know. So I don't know if it was similar or, or, or different, but it's definitely uh, – different than from the days of the physical copy isn't it alex yeah i, I try to get the physical one some places are trying not to uh, to do that with the vip they do give you a copy of the actual ticket which is kind of cool okay which is nice so for your souvenir your your memento sure okay i will ask you later what your favorite uh, gnr memento or a souvenir yes. is but uh so we all know it's so easy it's going to be first Yes. Uh, it's also, it's one of my favorite songs. So it doesn't bother yes. me or some people it does. I don't care if it's predictable, but so when that happens, what are you looking forward to? What are you, what are you enjoying? And, and do That's you, actually what, it's actually one of the better songs. And I, I always, uh, cause I, I take a couple pictures, not a lot, but I always try to get the moment when, when Axel's like, uh, why don't you just fuck off? And he, he does the finger in the air. I always try to capture that. It's hard though. Cause sometimes you're on the wrong side of the, uh, so that's always one part. I'm trying to just take a picture of that when he does that. Nice. I like that. Do you have like a, a collage of all the concerts you've been to and just like different angles of middle fingers being shown? Uh, from Axel, I think I got maybe four of them. Okay. That's so sometimes you get it and it doesn't come out. Someone's blocking you or this or that. Or there's like a, there's a cameraman on the stage now, which, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Hmm. Well, I appreciate the effort, like kind of like the in the roller coaster, just trying to get that perfect shot. You no, know, yeah, just flash. You yeah. get it, or you don't. So, you, since you had, uh, you've been, you were at Fenway where they debuted Absurd. Yeah, it's incredible. Forward? So, yeah, tell us, you know, tell because I want to get everyone's opinion as they we come on, as they come on, and we continue to do these fan reviews of what they think of the new Guns N' Roses. So, were you aware of? Of silkworms before, how do you feel about absurd? What's your what's your feelings on uh, on new GNR? Yeah, I I heard it, but it was like I didn't remember it. And like when they recently they they all these uh the, I don't know what was it like a storage locker and they leaked all these songs. Something. Like I, I yeah, I heard like I heard the songs once or twice, but I didn't get to record them. So I've heard you know every once in a while, hard school will pop up on YouTube under a different name. Um. So I didn't remember it. So to me, it was like a new song. They've changed it around a little bit. Okay. I believe I had said, I, I think I heard the, the live version of Silkworms. Maybe I heard yeah. the recorded version once. So like maybe I heard the live version once, I heard the recorded version once. And I didn't need to hear more than that because I'm like, I, I didn't know how to process it. It was so weird. And that's coming from somebody from Chinese uh, who likes Chinese democracy. I thought if anything, it might've been, like a real throwaway song, which was uh, the irony of it being the single. However, when I heard, you know, I wasn't at Fenway uh, and I could see it the next day. I liked it instantly and I couldn't believe that I liked it. I felt like I, sh I, I should have hated it. But whatever, no, no. whatever Slash did, I feel 
and you know axel's voice fits it you know live it's just i i dig it you know i so you're you're obviously a fan i i like the song a lot and when you see it in concert it's cool they have like they have (coughs) they have the video playing and it's got like a medusa character in the background um and he i i know i i like the song a lot it's kind of like a punk rock song i think it's a good first single hopefully there's a there's a full album to come out after that um I, the song is very, if you go on the fan spot, it's very decisive song. What I mean is like half the fans really hate it and half of them love it. Um, I, I like it. I, I dig it. It's a great song. I think if you look, you find more fans that like it that don't. Yeah. And I feel that's, a, that's such, such a success because it's, they have to know that it's a real jarring for a single. Like it's so different especially if you've never heard silkworms before if you there are still people who've never heard chinese democracy that to them that's not guns and roses and i'm that's something else i i really look around and see when i go to guns and roses shows it's not just like people you and i alex the, the real diehards but the people who are there just to sing welcome to the jungle and sweet child of mine you know how do they see you know guns and roses what they're just reliving their nostalgia and they're all having a great time but so you they see. I, I think Absurd is getting the right amount of praise because I think people would be lying. Like, how can everybody like that song? It's not meant for that. But it's very cool that, yeah, the Medusa thing, they put it up on their Facebook, on their YouTube. That's their, yeah. I guess, official video. And I have to imagine that was Slash's idea, given like how, you know, gross looking and, uh, you know, that that thing is. That's, that looks like something that would be on his Instagram, right? Yeah, like he, he, he puts it on. I can't put anything on my Instagram or I'll get a, I'll get a, a warning, but man, he puts a lot of pretty cool stuff on there. Good for him. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> it's like, uh, why am I seeing uh, boobs in my Instagram? Oh, that's a uh, slash. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he's allowed to do that. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. You like absurd. You're trying to get your picture during, it. uh, uh, d- during it's too easy. So what other, yeah. uh, what are the highlights are there uh, for you? Anything else stand out for you, for you from the Montana show? Well, what stood out kind of too, they, they did, um, so they, they went on, it must've been around eight fifty. So I was like, man, I think they're going on a little late because I think they were having trouble getting fans into the stadium. But then, so I thought they were going to cut songs, but they did every song they did in Boston, but then they added three additional songs. So it was actually a little bit longer concert than Boston. They added, um, patience, uh, don't cry and uh, Wichita lineman. See, that's great. I don't yeah, know. very cool. Yeah, very I don't cool. know if I've experienced uh, "Don't Cry" with the reunion, and I, I I tweeted this also, new Twitter at the AFD podcast, uh, that I hope Wichita Lyman ends up on the album. I really do. I think they do that so well. It, it takes me back to like the GNR Lies version of of Guns N' Roses, where it's stripped down rock and roll. And it made me go back and and like the Glenn Campbell version of it. You know, I, I always knew of Glenn Campbell, but just like with the spaghetti incident, their cover made me go back. And yeah, I like the original. So I, that's just me. I, I, how do they perform it? Because I think he, he sounds great whenever I ever heard it. See, I liked it. But see, it's one of those songs where I've seen it a lot. And then I'm like, ah, I don't care if they play it. But I was on usually I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I guess, stage right on Slash's side. But this time the sun was kind of there when I, when it came in and my friends were on the left side. So I went to the left, which I guess is the duff 
Duff side. Um, so it's kind of a different vantage point. It seemed like Axel was there more because um, there's no catwalk, but it, it, it's almost like a different vantage point of the show when you're on the other side of the stage. So I, I did like it. I did like the song a lot. It, I think they performed it really well where it was kind of getting like, ah, I don't want to hear it again, but I did like it this time when they performed it. Okay. They didn't do it in Boston. So that, that was a good, good add on. See, that's good too. That was a, that was a thought of when I knew I was going to go to the, it's only these two Guns N' Roses shows. Or am I going to see the same exact set list? And I didn't, you know, there, you know, yeah, there's the, uh, the the foundation that's there but i think these, yeah. especially with a new song um i'm not going to complain at all right now about it um is, is there anything because i want to keep it always honest is there anything yeah. that maybe you didn't like you know maybe that well, you I, oh i was saying and i also did like the cover of slither was really cool too that was great and then all the the, the normal songs they play okay so that was very cool all right yeah i think he's gotten better Ed Slither, it's he, I feel like he's because he's really taken on um, a different vibe. I mean, I still can't get over that. The fact that he's playing Slither, you know, Velvet Revolver, and yeah, Slash and Duff are playing uh, Chinese Democracy, and now Slash and Duff are playing Silkworm, which is now absurd. It just goes to show you, Alex, we know nothing as Guns N' Roses fans. Anything is but, up, but, anything can happen. From what I, I heard, I, I heard something. I don't know if it's true that I think Slither, I don't know if the, the music part of it was right around the end of the of the Appetite lineup or, or the Use Your Illusion lineup. And then it kind of started off at a, as a Guns N' Roses song. And then they took it for Velvet Revolver slash and, and, um, and them guys took it for. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's why he's doing it. I'm not sure. I'm to be honest with you. I feel like I may have known that at some point, but I, I tend to forget a lot of things. But I, I, yeah. I believe, I, I, I really believe that Axel's just trying to make up for lost time, and I think it's really just like a huge olive, olive, uh, olive branch, uh, publicly, for the fan like, to, to know, like, hey, we are acknowledging our time apart, and we're gonna rock out together with the music that we made in our time apart. But now we're gonna make it together. So I, I think that's just. That's just very cool. You know, they, they may not say a lot as a, as a band, you know, talking, but they're saying some stuff with their music just by doing those, you know, playing each other's songs, especially a new one. Uh, and I also think it might have been Slash's idea, not just with the video or absurd, but the, the lyrical content. Yeah. You know, that's also something that seems like Slash would, you know, it's like Slash is kind of a taste, for lack of a better word of putting it. This tour was this tour is kind of like uh, they're kind of let the music do the talking because they cut out a lot of the production, like no pyro, no fireworks, fire, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, the, the pyro doesn't bother me. Like you expect it during uh, yeah. Heaven's Door and, and Live and Let Die, probably rather, and you'll see it on the the screen in the back. But I don't know. I don't need a whole Kiss stage production. Just rock out. Yeah. You know? Well, it kind of goes. To- it kind of goes to show you like GNR, the songs they could do it without any special, any pyro fire, a confetti, all that. They could actually just put the show in a club and it'll still work in a small oh, club. Totally. What I would love to see them do Alex. And I know you would buy several tickets uh, to this tour if they ever did it, but something like they did or the Foo Fighters did, I don't know. It could be like, it was years ago where they had like an acoustic set 
in the middle of their concert. Like yeah, that it, would be really cool. That I, I that's like something I would love to see Guns N' Roses do. I think that would be really special. That would be uh, really cool. So speaking of special, I always ask this to all the, the GNR fans. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. I, I, I forgot to tell you the oh, cause you said there's songs I didn't like. Okay. Um I'm kind of tired of better because I've seen, I guess, since 2012, I've seen 22 shows, but 18 of them were after 2012 and onward. So I've seen better like at every show. So I'm kind of a little tired of that. It's a great song. Um, so I'm kind of tired of better and uh and then you're crazy. They played kind of a weird version. It's kind of like a, almost like a hybrid. It's it's not the version on Lies, the, the acoustic, and it's not the fast version on Appetite. So I could I saw it in Boston, but then um, I was like, ah, I don't, I'd heard it once. I don't want to hear it again. So okay, or if you're crazy, that, that that's fine. I mean, that's his personal taste. Uh, I mean, while I also like better, and it gives a chance for her, Melissa to shine a little bit with her. Yes. Her, her vocals. Yeah, there are other Chinese democracy songs that I've yet to experience live and I really, really want to hear. Although, I mean, if they were to play like Shackler's Revenge, I don't know. I feel like I would want to see that with Buckethead. And then Slash. I mean, I don't know. I think that would that would be weird to see. But yeah, I, I think Slash. That, that would be an, that'd be an awesome song to add. Or um, I'd like to hear Madagascar again or Street of Dreams would be good, too. Hundred percent. I want to see. There was a time. I want to see the prostitute. So there's just a lot of great Chinese democracy material that could be added into the rotation. They don't want to have to keep better, you know. So I, I hear you. I think also there's. It goes back to what I said before about like the the generic Guns N' Roses fan that they say they might not have heard better yet, even though it's been out for you know. How many years now? They 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 still aren't familiar with Chinese democracy, and I think they're just—he's just trying to hammer it home, like all the people who are seeing you know for the first time since the '90s or something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking as a you know a, a strategist, like you know what would you kind of you know why you have like your your foundation of your set list, and I think that's it's like radio. It's you want to create your mass appeal because that's they call it the masses for a reason. And then you can get kind of fun to to you know appease us uh, GNR nerds with some of the uh, the deeper cuts. I think that's just the way it, it goes, where a business or a band kind of runs, yeah. unless they go completely off the grid. Uh, the but girl that, next to me, the girl next yeah. to me actually, um, she at one when Better came on, she's like, I don't know this song. I'm like, oh, it's on Chinese Democracy, so maybe she'll go pick that album up. Hopefully, that's the point. That's exactly that's exactly it. Uh, I'm looking around at the the dude bros that I saw at MetLife Stadium. They weren't hugging during better. They were hugging during patience and and knocking on heaven's door. They know the, <laughs> the radio. It's the truth. I know. There was the, yeah. the the radio hits. So, yeah. Um, but I still, yeah. It, it, it's uh, whatever it is. It's promoting Chinese democracy. So if you switched out better for, you know, IRS or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh, cool, man. So what I guess. Well, where would you rank, I guess, this show of the 22 that you've seen? They're all great. I mean, you go, that's a cool thing. If you go to a different city, you've never been there. You may never go back again, but it's like, it's being there with people, you know, you go visit places. You never, you go to record stores and it's just a neat, it's a neat experience. Yeah. That, that's a unique experience. It is. A, yeah. You're absolutely right uh, to do that. It's because you can see them in LA all the time. Like I've seen them in MetLife, uh, 
more yeah. than once already. I was kind of bummed that they didn't play at Yankee Stadium or, or City Field. I really would like to see a concert there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's the absolute, it's the experience, which again, which is why I was bummed to not see them at Wrigley Field, but at least I got to see them in Hershey Park, which was, I don't know. Hershey Park is not the same as, as Wrigley, the, the legendary Wrigley Field, but I got, I got an experience regardless. But that uh, one had like, it didn't have like an amusement park behind it or something. I saw in pictures, it was like a Ferris wheel or something. No, yeah. I mean, it's Hershey Park uh, amusement park. You know, if we wanted to spend all weekend there, I could have done the roller coasters and GNR. But that, yeah. that also kind of made it a mess with parking, especially for yeah. me, who's uh, is handicapped. It's like, I get there and I get in there showtime. I, I, forgive me if I said this on the, the Hershey Park review and one of the ushers letting all the cars in. And wow, that was I felt like I was in Manhattan, how slow the traffic was to get into uh, Hershey Park. He kind of gives me a look. He's like, uh, handicap's been taken up for two hours already. Uh, oh, well, fuck me, right? You know, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so I keep kind of going slow. I'm asking each attendant. And they're like, oh, well, maybe you can go further down, closer, closer. So, I mean, I got close-ish. I still had to take a tram over there, you know, like a train. Yeah. Um, but it, it was kind of annoying. I was able to do it. But, yeah, I, it's, it's so it was an experience. I'll never forget it, though, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me ask, out of all your experiences, GNR experiences and, and, and places you've been and I'm sure things you've collected, I asked yes. the GNR fans, do you have a favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia? Uh, oh, look, we're going to do show and tell. What, what, do, what do we got here? This is probably my favorite. It's just, uh, I don't know if you can see it. It's Axel's pick. I do. A black pick with Axel written in red. It's script. got the other, it's got the logo on the back. It's Axel. Yeah. So that one's kind of cool because we were we were waiting out for a show, seeing if we could meet him. And you, when you wait for him, you wait for hours. He he's the last one to leave, and um, he got out, and we saw him got on. He got on the bus, and we're like, yeah, it's kind of cool just to see him like out of, out of the show like that. And um, the bus was pulling away, and we were still excited. And it stopped, and the girl, one of his crew members, opened the door, and she handed us uh, some picks. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't even know he had a pick. Right. Yeah, because I mean, he just play, he just plays the one song. I he's not even has he done yeah, that I mean, concert though I, lately. I don't no. think he's doing it anymore. He's not doing the guitar on, on the that song on the dead yeah. dead dead horse. That's got to be pretty pretty rare and pretty special. I I, I I hope Axel was in limo, being like, "Give this to Alex. Give this to that guy." I I, I kind of that I kind of think maybe he said, "Oh, I don't want to meet these guys. Like, let's just get out of here. Give him these picks." That he <laughs> so it came from him. That's what why, what I hope. Who's to but say? The, the, Who's I don't to know. Say you know, so that that's that's cool. Right on. I appreciate. And then another fan, so, okay, another fan gave me. Um, I got a slash. I've never had a. I've been to. I think slash because he was in some of the Guns and Roses shows. He was not there. I think about twenty two or twenty three uh, GNR with slash shows, um, and like slash on his own. I've never gotten his pick, so a fan gave me this. So I was very very happy. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, super fan Tiffany. So thank you. Like, yeah, I, I'm very excited. I got Slash, too. Oh, very cool. Uh, if we ever meet, I have it here. I think it fell behind my couch, but Mike Squires uh, from Loaded, who does our theme song, he gave me Duff's pick. I, I, I had it up in my tchotchkes back here, but I think it fell behind the couch or the cat knocked it down. So if I find it and we meet, I'll give it to you so you can have the uh, add to your collection. Oh, I, I do have I do have Duff. 
Oh, you do? Okay, him. come on. Yeah, I got him. Uh, <laughs> one of his solo things, and I did. I got a couple of uh, DJ, and then um, who else do I? Uh, I think I have uh, a couple other um, people's picks too. Oh, and I got the fan club, the night train ones. Those are they would just used to hand out. Um, I got a walk walking papers one also that's oh, not cool. Duff, and I got a Gilby Clark, a really nice. But that's it wasn't a GNR pick. It's like his solo show. Oh, okay. And I'll use that. That's fine. And I'll use that opportunity as we're recording today to say happy 59th birthday to Gilby Clark. Yes. Happy birthday. And I thought it was very <laughs> funny that Slash uh, misspelled his name on, <laughs> on social media. There was no E at the end. It's Clark maybe, e. maybe he, I don't know. Maybe he tells people, I'll put this on or put this weird picture on. But sometimes you figure, like, I don't think like Axel's like posting pictures on the, the GNR Facebook page and uh, it's definitely not Axel. It's either Fernando or an intern or, or something. Yeah, or I don't think Sl- Slash may be doing his though, because all the the weird stuff he's posting. So that oh, that's maybe definitely, yeah, that's definitely Slash. You're like, <laughs> I, I don't think I, you could get an intern. I think that you probably have to get some sort of find like fill out a form to 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 put out like stuff on Slash's Instagram. So I think that's all him, which is just I think is awesome because it, it's shit's so weird. I love it. I love it so much. If he ever gets in trouble, though, he could blame me. He go, "Oh, that was the intern guy. It wasn't me. I didn't post that." <laughs> sure. He could blame yeah. it on one of them guys. Sure. Uh, let me ask this, and this is another question I ask of all the GNR fans uh, that I've been on here, and I'll, we'll wrap up here. Although I may need to rephrase it because I usually ask, "What's your favorite Guns N' Roses song?" They, that may be too hard. So, what's your favorite Guns N' Roses song today? It, it varies. Uh, it, it just varies. I mean. It, it's hard to pick one song out. Well, what about today? What, what, what are you listening to today? What do you want to listen to like next time you hear a GNR? What are you feeling right now? It's, it's such a, a common song, but I'll say that I'll just say Welcome to the Jungle. And that's like the most obvious one. But you know what, though? I, I'm fine with it because whether it's live, it's on the radio, I'm not sick ah. of it. And it's it still gets me pumped. Like even when I go into, the, you know, I'm hoping it's. Uh, playing when I go into the radio station tomorrow at 4 a.m. Uh, because it, it it still gets me hyped. There are ones I get, yeah, radio-wise, Live and Let Die, Knock on Heaven's Door, I can live without on the radio. But Welcome to the Jungle, I don't get burned out from it. But so. in, in concert, those songs are great, though. Like, you see Live and Let Die is like one of the highlights, like the way people get into it, knocking on Heaven's Door. So you don't want to hear this. You don't want to hear it when you're playing the CD, but when you go to the concert, that's actually one of the highlights. You're true. You're right. The dude bros were rocking out to that one, singing along, and everyone else is. Everyone has yeah. their phones out. Everyone's taking videos there, but no, gotta, gotta attack me because, you know, I'm a, I'm a jerk, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to go too down, d- too deep down that well. So anyway, uh, Alex, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for going. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh, I hope you, you you share this with your friends because uh, I'm. Obviously, I'm starting to recruit more and more GNR fans as we continue, as Guns N' Roses Knock on Wood continues this tour. Uh, so we, I've got volunteers for for Denver, for Portland, for LA, for for Baltimore. But by all means, if you could be a part of those, nothing is set in stone. So you can always follow me on on Facebook, on on Twitter at the AFD pod, Podcast, Instagram, social media. Comment on this episode, however you listen, YouTube, iHeartRadio, wherever you do. Uh, so Alex thanks again so much as far as the next episode you got it buddy next episode next guest 
Next review. When are you going to see it? Well, in the words of Axel Rhodes concerning Chinese democracy, you'll see it. I don't know if soon is the word. Thanks to the lame-ass security, I'm going home.